Hey, I'm Beck. And I'm Marley. And together, we're the Two Church Girls. Where we discuss hot topics of our day with a biblical and real world perspective. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms at Two Church Girls. That's the number two church girls. One, two, three, and set up. Oh, three and set up. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, today's episode is a little spicy one. So today spicy. we're going to be talking about why people are leaving the church. So just like always, you know, mm. we got to go to that rule book. So, uh, Marley, what's our biblical principle for today? Yes, what does the good book say? And today's biblical principle comes from Hebrews 10, verses 24 through 25. And it states, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So this principle is talking about not neglecting meeting or some other translations might say not forsaking the assembling of the saints, right? They all want to get real, you know, biblically based there. Um, so it's talking about how we should definitely come together as a church body um, and meeting in person. And, you know, the reason why I think, you know, Paul was kind of talking about it here was because they were, the church was facing a lot of persecution over the time and people actually stopped going to church uh, either to avoid persecution or because they didn't see the fruit of what it was supposed to be doing. And that is to, you know, bring you closer to God and to, you know, love each other and to do good works and to encourage one another. So they weren't finding that in the church. And so a lot of people had made a habit of stop going. And so in our context of this, um, of this topic, why have people stopped going to church? The Bible encourages us to make sure not to do that, to make sure that we remember to not neglect meeting with one another child there's nothing new underneath the sun huh so even in this new. people had concerns about going to church and um in regards to its, pur- its purposes and their own personal concerns so um obviously to our high topic our modern day uh perspective according to a uh, pew research center they actually um, did some research and one of their articles that they published was basically um, bringing attention to there is a maze, major uh, decline of Christians um, leaving the church at a rapid pace. And they actually um, mm. went on to speak about trends and list uh, top reasons. So the first reason, are you ready? I'm ready. Drum roll, please. All right. So the first reason you're going to be surprised, but uh, it is moral failure. Moral failure. You don't say. (laughs) Grabs pearls. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, I can actually see why this is probably one of the top reasons of why people are leaving the church, especially, you know, the black church. Um, Moral failure can mean a lot of things. Uh, but I think maybe in this context, the top ones would probably be the mishandling of money or church funds. So whether that is, there's a lack of transparency in the way funds are handled. And so people are, um, you know, either afraid to give or they don't want to give because they don't, they don't know where their money is going. Um, and so they feel like that lack of transparency is, is putting this cloud of, of a dishonesty in the way that the funds are being handled or whether it's mishandling of funds because they see the leadership, you know, riding nice expensive cars and nice clothes and doing expensive, you know, trips and things like that. But also there's a lack of things going missing in the church. 
Um, and so they don't see that balance happening. Um, and to be fair, yeah, we, we've encountered, especially in the black church, a lot of that going on. And so there's an apprehension of, of either staying or there's a, there's a will to leave because they see those things not being taken care of financially. Yeah. Money is always a hot topic, right? So, and Mm -hmm. part of it too is because it's valuable. And also I just think historically, especially for people of color, our relationship Mm -hmm. with money, um, is just a little different. Um, but it's one of those things where any organization, you know, you can scrutinize what people are doing. You know, we see that in nonprofits, right. we see that in people yeah, in politics, not just in the church, in regards, sure. yeah, campaigning and things like that. Um, and to your point, your key word was transparency, um, because we do know that there are some leaders that's actually doing what they're supposed to be doing and that some of the things that they're actually doing, they're not even getting credit for, you know, similar to school teachers, you know, teachers That's true. are incredible people that sometimes come out of pocket quite often recovering expenses that they can't even get back. And I do think we do have right. some leaders in the church that's actually doing what they're supposed to be doing, but you got some that's like, mm, that or not. Like everybody, in your family, <laughs> every, everybody in your family got Maseratis, like, that is Everyone? a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. Now, Everybody. and that's not Everybody. to judge. At the end of the day, maybe, you know, God's blessed you with businesses outside of the church. And so how you steward your own personal, you know, money is is one thing as, you know, as, as leadership in the church. But you also have to understand that you're setting the precedent and that because you're in that limelight, it says a certain thing. If, like you said, you got Maseratis and Rangers and, you know, Bugattis and the standard, you know, person in your church is just driving, you know, a little putt putt. So, you know, there's, there's just some wisdom that's, that's there that I think maybe is lacking. And so that's what people are really bringing attention to when they leave. Right on. But I'm not mad at the uh, yeah. person of God having nice things. Um, like you no, said, absolutely. Just hey, you know, we see a God that wants, yeah. us to, you know, of good and beautiful things. So yeah, like I said, it's, it's more of a, a wisdom factor of how you use your own personal funds and that it, it shouldn't be, you know, you rubbing your face in something, especially if, if you know your church has a lot of needs that are going missing. So I get that. Um, and the other moral failure, I think, um, people really, you know, stick hard to the church is, is inappropriate behavior, especially when it comes to, you know, sexual uh, behaviors that are inappropriate, whether it's a married man having an affair, um, or a single pastor, you know, sleeping around with a lot of single women, um, or shoot, even, you know, having homosexual relationships as, as pastors, as a lot of, you know, people have been caught out in that sense. And, and it coming down from the top and, and if the pastor is saying, Hey, all these things are wrong, but they're also not sticking to those principles. I can understand why people in the church would, would say, no, we need to leave because if you can't live up to the standard, you know, if you're supposed to be recovering, like what, what does this say that if, if you're giving those principles and you're not sticking to them, then why should we be under that leadership? So I, I get that principle for sure. No, I definitely get that because to your point, you know, I'm not trying to have an out of shape personal trainer. I mean, that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like you are absolutely a walking advertisement and I want to actually, you know, gain um, something that you've actually instilled in yourself first. You know what I mean? So for me, like, right, how you gonna, right. I don't just need you sitting in the parking lot screaming at me to uh, do some squats when I feel like you As ain't doing squats Twinkie. since 92. <laughs> I'm talking about big, right. big time, big time. 
So I definitely understand why people. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, this 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 is it. I understand why people leave for those reasons. This isn't to say that we shouldn't have grace and forgiveness for people who have you know moral failures in this in this realm. Like we all have sexual moral failures, um, but this is to say when leadership top down shows a habit of that or or it's just so prevalent with all the leadership and it's not being held accountable at all i think that's where people have the pushback of why they leave for this particular moral failure absolutely we just want people to be on their spike lee just do the right thing right so just do the right thing um, we know we know you know we know you know so um because we know (laughs) okay so because we know so the second reason why um People are leaving the church in droves. They're saying there's no God. The God is missing in the church. Ooh, now that's that's tough. That that's that's crazy because it's kind of like what's the purpose, right? It's like going Mm. (laughs) right. That's like going to the gym, going to a restaurant, and yeah, I got no peanut. You know, got peanut butter, no jelly. Like, what we doing? So a lot of this, Victoria, in all seriousness. What what restaurant are you going to and you're getting a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, Victoria? Listen, you there I'm pretty sure there's some gourmet places that try to read it to PJ. They got the uh, berries the berries from the south of France and the finest of almonds <laughs> from somewhere. So uh especially trying to get after Ooh, I'm gonna man, be so happy like, for somebody to make me a meal. I might go to a restaurant that makes uh peanut uh, butter jelly soup. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, uh, so one of the major uh, things that this kind of boils down is that people are feeling, and I can relate. Okay, that people are seeing a trend of there being actually more tradition in church than actually relationship with God. So we know that some traditions mm, gotcha. are with the right intentions, you know what I mean? To grow mm-hmm. or to help people or to celebrate people. Because they actually have not a, bad a biblical thing. base, for sure. Yeah, so well, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the fact that people kind of taking it into their own hands and remixing the Bible, like it is a versus uh, context, like Swiss had a, a, <laughs> another versus context. Uh, it's them versus Jesus' word, and they just actually <laughs> do or try to inflict what they and think they think they won. Church, they do. think they won. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and it's kind of sometimes people can just kind of you know I can summarize it down to a feeling. You know what I mean? You could kind of mm-hmm. I mean you do know, this is one reason why you should know the word for yourself. You know what I mean? So you can mm-hmm. kind of like know what's going on if it is, but you know that if this particular church is saying this is a holy parking spot. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. It's like some of the traditions, I swear, I'm just like, where do we get these from? And it's like, we've all succumbed to them. Well, and then you really think them and you're just like, Hmm, it's not really in the Bible. <laughs> right. So I can understand why if they put those tradition above the relationship we have with God and, and the, the relationship we have with each other, I can understand why people would want to leave for that reason. Absolutely. So um, the third reason why people are leaving the church, according to this article, is there are legitimate doubts that cannot be brought to the table. Man, you know, this is this is kind of my heart because, you know, I I somewhat grew up in church, um, but didn't have a relationship, you know, for myself till I was a little older. And 
the fact that I could bring legitimate doubts, legitimate questions to to leadership or just, you know, question certain things for myself uh, was a really big, important thing. So I'm just naturally inquisitive. Um, and to really know that you serve a God that can handle your questions and handle your doubts, I think is really important. So if you were in a church that you're bringing those questions to your doubts and you're running up against traditional answers and or they don't even want to entertain your doubts because they're like, oh, this is this is it. Like, no, 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 you can't question it. Like, let's be quiet about that. It's like, that's not a place to grow, right? So I can understand if somebody wants to leave because they feel like they can't grow because they can't have their questions, not even answered, but they can't even present their questions. Like, that's a problem for sure. That's a huge problem. It's one of those things where what classroom do you want to be in where you can't ask the teacher any questions about anything that they're going over? No. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't actually, it doesn't Exactly. It's, I mean, and I know part of that, to your point, is actually, you know, societal norms, especially people of color, where we, mm-hmm. you know, couldn't, you know, made to feel like we couldn't and should not ask questions. And I think that definitely mm-hmm. spilled over to the concept of, you know, God, because he was, you know, he was so holy and you wanted to just show respect. Um, but also, too, like, how can you grow and develop if you have questions that you're not sure of? You know, I can speak for my own personal um, journey. I've had questions about things in the Bible, um, verses that I'm like, I just don't get that. That don't make sense. Or right. um, principles, you know, one of the things I had was free will. I just, for the life of me back in the day, I just did not get that. And just being right. made to feel like you can't even just say, listen, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but this does not make sense to me. Like you want to always right. feel like and they're like, feel like you're hurt. <laughs> right. No, I right. get that. Like we so, definitely want to be in a space where you feel like you can have your doubts and your, and your questions and it be legitimate and just be heard honestly. Um, and then the second half of that or the other side of the coin of that is, is coming up against, um, leadership that only has one answer and you can't question that answer. Right. And instead of just being like, you know what, I don't know, let's look for it together, you know, and being like, man, if I, yeah, okay, I can bring my questions, but if you don't have the standard answer and there's going to be no dialogue, like what's the point of that either? I mean, pride will leave you broke and lonely, even if you're a Christian or, or not. So <laughs> it's uh, one of those things where, I mean, we do have a lot of pride as a people, and especially as people that believe in God. And I'm down for, mm-hmm. you know, certain things that you like, I don't know, but I feel like I'm cool with you just telling me that. You know what I mean? Just, just trying to mm-hmm. get defensive because actually how you respond to something is actually, we know it's a reflection upon not of that person, but of you. Do you know what I mean? So right. uh, Christians right. is actually being able to be like, I I'm not sure about that. Or, you know, let me actually take a look at that. I'll get back with you. I mean, we did that right. quite a lot, you know, where we'll have conversations and you're like, Rick, I don't know. And then you'll take a look and you'll send me a message and I'll be like, all right. Okay. And, and that's appreciated. Cool. Right. And whether we agree with it or not, just the fact that somebody can be like, you know, I think this is the answer, but maybe not. Let me let's go back and research it together. Let me take a back. Let me go back and look because I don't. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, you know, I think that's that's valid. So if you're not if you're not in a church where you can do that and you don't have leadership where you you know can get that kind of feedback, I, I understand why you would want to leave. <laughs> Fast too. I'm talking about on a good foot, on a really good foot, on the heel of that foot. So I get that. So um, what are the uh, fourth reason, top reason why people are leaving um, the church according to this article? 
just size. Uh-huh. Size. Um, they're indicating that people are indicating that they are not learning about God in church, Ooh. which is crazy. Crazy. Um, but <laughs> like what? Get, yeah. But, but actually, I get this. I feel like we have two, on average, two ends of the spectrum, right? So we either got the A, the mm-hmm. presentation is on point. I'm talking about I walk up, y'all got the Starbucks, mm-hmm. I'm a Starbucks, she is a Dunkin' Donut girl, we just accept her uh, for who no. she is. Um, <laughs> and so, Dunkin' Donut got, <laughs> We just accept her. Uh, so anyway, they got the... Uh, station ready i'm talking about you know everybody dressed super swaggy like they got the smoke machines you know i'm like okay i'm feeling this or whatever or the presentation could come down to the person that actually you know they got sauce but they kind of screaming or i'm kind of lost in their antics oh, they're helping and puffing you already know or you know they're okay. asthmatic like i don't know are you out of shape or are you asthmatic like i'm should a I, little confused should i pray for you in this moment or are you having a problem like what's i don't know i just don't understand so no you know i don't know about that i don't I'm have all, <laughs> i am all for uh passion when you preach right i mean if you're talking about the word of god like i think there should be some kind of emotion and passion involved but it, if it overshadows you know the actual content or if it's something that you just like turn on at the end because it's just part of your natural presentation um, and it really isn't something that happens organically. And I, and I can be like, okay, one, two, three, and here it goes. Like, I feel like that's a problem because then now you're trying to give me a show instead of really trying to give me what the, what the word's talking about. You're not really trying to give me any context. You're just trying to put on an entertainment show for me. And I'm not here for that. Like I can understand why people want to leave if we're not getting the real context of what the word's about. No, absolutely. And of course the other spectrum of that is it's Seinfeld. So it's a show about nothing. Mm, so I'm talking about I nothing. It's <laughs> talking about nothing. I'm talking about TED Talk. And you know we love TED Talks. Okay? So we love a TED Talk. Um, I just church, don't come to church for it. We love church is not a TED Talk. And one once more, I think it's something to be said that they have that has a place in the kingdom and in just mm-hmm. a society, period. Where you do they right. do create a good I think safe space for people to kind of wet their palate or to feel like churchy is not so church-ish as we could, mm-hmm. based upon our um, point um, previously about more so of tradition. Um, mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where you, 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 you just basically were just talking, you know, just, just saying a plain, an encouraging, inspiring word. And I, I'm all about the quotes of the day and, you know, inspirational quotes, but it's <laughs> right. like, I need you to, I need you, you didn't even hit me with a Bible first. You just, you just was up there Yeah. Talking. Like if just talking, like, I'm not sure church is merely for an inspirational message right like i'm not saying that a message from god can't be inspirational but like that that shouldn't be like the the you know main main point of it if you're not giving me any context or content from the message right like if you're talking like you said if there's no scripture verse at all mentioned if there's no mention of the gospel and i just feel good when i leave like that's not what church is about that's not what the message proclaiming the gospel is about it's you know, like you said, I can just go here at TED Talk, but that's not really what church is supposed to be. Now, if it's saying that you're leaving because you think it's a biblical message and it's just very kind of basic, like I think there's space for that 
in the kingdom, like you said, because everybody isn't at the same place of their walk. And so maybe somebody who just is new to the church needs to kind of have, you know, what the, what the word calls, you know, milk versus meat. Maybe you do need to kind of be like on a little baby food diet so that you can digest what the word is saying. And then you decide you want to leave because you're already past that stage and you really want to develop and be challenged. And you need to be at a place that's going to give you meat because that's where you're at in your walk. So I can, I can understand we're talking about the messages that not even our milk, they're just lacking completely the message of God, you know? No, absolutely. Because plain language, sometimes I need that. Sometimes I just need Mm -hmm. to really, you know, be able to have things very simple. And, and, and I appreciate that. But I don't know about you. I hate leaving a restaurant hungry. So man, and I'm telling you when you go, especially when it's like, it it has four or five stars on Yelp and you like, Oh, I'm about to smash this. This is about to be everything. And then you go and you're like, but why though? But why? Like I spent my own real money on this. You know, be real upset. What is that? When somebody talks about it, (laughs) you go there and you're like, did I spend my money on that? Oh man. It's the worst feeling ever. But I can't wait. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I can't wait for people to cook for me once I leave this uh, quarantine. So I'm good with that. Man, so, ready, um, ready. Just throwing money, just throwing money. So anyway, uh, the last point that this article covers of why people are leaving the church is that people are feeling as though that they are not finding community in church. Man, that's tough. That's a tough one because, you know, I think church is supposed to be that place of community, right? It's supposed to be that place where you can literally go anywhere in the world and walk into a church and find your brother and sister. And so if people are going there and and feeling like they don't find that, I feel like that's a huge problem. And, you know, part of it, I think, is maybe self-inflicted because we have such a like me culture, everything is so individualistic. And the minute we come into, you know, a conflict of, you know, somebody not doing it our way, we don't like this way the this usher sat us or, you know, everything's about me, me, me. And if you come into a place where it's supposed to be, you leave yourself aside and we're focusing on Christ and each other. I can understand why if you're in that place in your life, why you feel like you can't, you don't belong and you need to leave, you know, like I get that, but that's, I think comes from where we're at as a culture and not really, you know, not really on a biblical principle why you should leave. No, absolutely. That's a huge factor. I mean, obviously that impacts, just all aspects of our lives. I mean, we just do mm-hmm. different things differently. I mean, they, the concept of a desktop computer is just like, what is that? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> we, we're just, we're mobile, we're on the go. Like, it's just, we just, we interact with each, with each other differently. We receive information differently. I think that's valid. Right. But I think sometimes it's not even that deep. Sometimes it's just like, like I said, it's just, how people feel in regards to feeling like they can't bring them whole selves to church. Because I think a lot of us, we are always trying to find an equilibrium between who we are, but acknowledging that there's a need for something. We don't, we don't know what that is or what, what that should be, but we're looking for Mm -hmm. it. Hence why we came to church. And then to kind of feel like, you just shut down and you just feel like, well, do I have to kind of be, if I am defining myself to be a Christian, do I have to be like a robot? Like, right. You sometimes don't know. Yeah. And if you, if you can't, yeah. If you can't go to church and feel like you belong in the sense that it's a safe place to bring your whole self, right. That yes, you are a saved sinner, but also, you know, you live in the world. And so you don't have to like be a completely different person when you go in. I I can understand if you're at a place where you feel like you have to put on a whole 
different persona in order to attend a church. Like I can understand why that would be, you know, burdensome and why you'd want to leave if you feel like you can't be your real self there. Cause that's not, that's not what yeah. it's really about. Yeah, absolutely. People want to feel, I mean, you, if, if, if we're saying as Christians, like some aspects of change is supposed to occur, like get to know mm-hmm. the person and let God work on on them. You don't, I don't need you being mm-hmm. out, you know, making me feel a certain way because you still wearing kitten heels. Okay. Like if that's your ministry, kitten heel ministry, <laughs> don't, don't, that's don't on you. That's not my problem. That's on you, okay? That's on you. And, and it is a, it, that's a place for it. And that's the place you chose. Amen. Stick by it. But don't, not over but don't here. make me over here because I'm saved and I'm, I'm, I'm slaying, okay? So that's what it is. So <laughs> at the end of the day, right. we are saying all this, but we are understanding, especially right now, and CV-19 has changed the world, right? And of course, mm-hmm. it has changed way that we do church even though we know that church is actually the people and it's not uh, the building and I think this is a good opportunity to be open-minded because church is valuable in regards to the sense of connection and I think having that stripped from us (laughs) just I mean this is the first time ever in history that you could not pretend to blame on some kind of barbecue situation why you couldn't go to church with your with your mama your great auntie that wasn't even an option this Easter Sunday and that made <laughs> me feel so terrible. So all the things that I would kind of uh, complain about church, I'm kind of just like, you know what? Actually, I miss those norms and I want to be a little bit more open-minded moving forward for the rest of the Yeah, I mean, the irony is that we've been kind of forced to be outside of church and now it's kind of shown you the, you know, the biblical principle of why we're supposed to be in community together at a certain location. Um, and that's, because, you know, we're right now we're lacking not only the sense of like touch, but the sense of, you know, just being able to like share something in person, like being in person actually does kind of change the dynamics of when you come together as a body. So, you know, I think, you know, take the good thing from, from what's happening right now and see that if you have fallen away from a church, um, or if you, you know, you've left for one of these reasons, you know, find a place where you feel like you can grow, uh, give it a chance, you know, in a, in the sense of, be open-minded. Don't be so, you know, we're so ready to forgive other institutions. And so we should have that same heart when it comes to the church, um, because we are a, a place filled with people who are learning and growing, you know, in the spirit of God. And so like, just remember that, <laughs> you know, just remember that we're supposed to be going to church. Like the verse says to, to love each other and to encourage each other to do good works. And so let's not forget that, especially in this time. All right. Thanks so much, you guys, for tuning in. We would love if you comment, um, you know, if you agree with the reasoning here in this article about why people are leaving the church, or if you have another reason you think that it's happening, please leave a comment for us. We really appreciate it. Um, We love the fact that you're tuning in. And so until our next episode, just remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Make sure to follow us at all our social media platforms at Two Church Girls. That's the number two, Church Girls. If you have any questions or concerns, you can email us at info at twochurchgirls.com and check out our website at twochurchgirls.com. Till next time, stay blessed.